0: everyone. Welcome to another episode of Reality TV and Me. I am your host Kirsty, and this is kind of a special bonus episode. Um, I wanted to talk to you about an event that I attended this week and I've decided to do it on my lonesome because I think it just kind of gives me the freedom to um, really say how I felt about it. Not that it was bad or anything, but here's the low dern. So I went to um, kind of a Real Housewives of Melbourne Christmas event at Lydia Schiavello's house. If um, you guys remember back from, I think it was 18 months ago, the show stopped being on the air in Australia um, so I'm not sure for those listening in the US, but I know that you stopped getting the non-Bravo related Housewives shows um, a while ago because Andy Cohen wasn't too happy. Um, hey, quick cue for anyone listening that might be have their intel. Does he get some like income from the, the offshoots, like the Real House of Melbourne or Cheshire or... Auckland, God forbid, um, Canada, all those ones that didn't really make it, the non-Bravo ones, or is that why he's super pissed? Because I kind of get that. But if he gets money, I mean, I mean, girls got to eat, boys got to eat. Like, I mean, if it's money in the bank for something you're not doing, I mean, why are not? I don't know. Some of them look shit, but the Melbourne one, and I know a lot of my overseas listeners really enjoy it because I get dms about it and um instagram messages about it all the time it looked really glossy um i heard so on on the streets at this little event um that it got it just was really hard to keep going because our population in australia is only around 21 to 23 million I haven't checked it since they told me the facts and the stats in um, (laughs) primary school. So it's probably increased a few mils since then. But, you know, it still um, doesn't quite compare to... um, I was just checking the stats for Atlanta, which admittedly is the most popular of the the housewives, the Bravo housewives. But, you know, the return of Kenya saw us get... um, almost 2 million viewers for that episode this season so you know if you think about it like that um we're never ever gonna reach this the the heights and they do a really great production value for anyone who saw The Real Housewives of Melbourne when it was on um they did four seasons it looked pretty Bravo-esque like it was glossy it was well shot The women were, you know, batshit cray and beautiful, just like in, you know, the 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 Bravo ones. So, to maintain that level of production value, um, I think was just too much. That's the word on the street, anyway. So this event, basically, it was it was called. It was hosted by Lydia Chiavello's, I guess, catering or cooking company called In Lydia's Kitchen. You can check it out on Instagram under the same name she hosts these kind of special events several times a year i think she's doing one for mother's day she did valentine's day for couples and someone at the party actually was like oh you know you should definitely go with your partner i went with my husband it was great i was like "Mm, can you go alone and she just looked at me like gave me the saddest look ever i was like just just kidding guys i as if ah, gotcha Awkward, guys, awkward. Um, yeah, so I won't be attending the Valentine's Day one in the new year, but any Melbourne listeners, you know, look out for that. Um, yeah, and this was a Christmas one. So basically, it's kind of like, it's actually really special because she hosts it at her home um, in Malvern, which is a kind of a fancy suburb of Melbourne. Um, beautiful house, not as big as, you know, you would imagine, but it's quite like close to the city um kind of inner city suburbia i guess so the houses are more townhousey um still would have been a, like mil- like 3 million dollar house probably um but that's you know <laughs> the housing prices in melbourne ugh kill me now so it was lovely um very white lots of beautiful artwork lots of uh, I was confronted by a giant painting of several naked letters as I walked in. And, you know, that was lovely. Um, it was like a pretty glam event. So we had to all sign, um, what is it called, like waivers. And I was like, oh, my God, if they start filming a freaking episode, I am going to do I'm going to do but they didn't. It was just so that they could take photos for social media. So some of you may have already seen me post photos with Gina. Um, Gina Liano was also there. She's another MVP from Real Housewives of Melbourne and, and Lydia. So they hosted together, but it was at Lydia's house. Um, if you are not familiar or you don't remember Lydia, she's the one that Gina originally started calling Lydia, uh, But apparently they're buddy-buddy now, so... I cannot recall for the life of me what their feud was about. I think just clashing personalities. Everyone had a a kind of tension with Gina just because she's a very strong willed and strong minded. Gina Liano, if you don't remember, look, if you watch the show, you know who I'm talking about hands down. She is the most memorable and most loved and hated cast member from Melbourne. Um, She is the barrister. And you know you'd see her in court, all made up, like full drag makeup, that's what she likes to do, the full tan. and she was decked out like this on the night as well. It was so freaking cool to see up and close. You didn't want to get too close to her because, you know, if you were wearing, I'm a very white gal, if I was to rub up against her, I would have like tan marks streaking down my arm. And to be honest, if you look at my photos, I was already wearing fake tan and I look like the moon next to her. I'm so white. <laughs> <laughs> so you could kind of see the contrast there. Um, so that's Gina. She was wearing this phenomenal fucking dress that was kind of like a aqua bluey green changed color as she moved sequin. Um, Phil and Giovanni kind of gown with uh, what's it called fringes at the bottom. She looked like a blue disco ball, and it was everything dreams are made of. I like these. This, like, I don't know. This is kind of an aside, but I was having a really fat day. Um, I know you're not supposed to say that in the body pause movement, but I was. You know, who knows? Maybe I had my period. Maybe I just am fat. I don't know. But I looked at myself and I was like, girl. You got to get like on top of this situation. And um, then I get to the, like I got a new dress. I did my hair, did my makeup. I look so fly. And I got to the event and I was like, oh, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to feel comfortable in myself, my body, my clothes. And I wanted to feel confident enough so that I could, you know, mingle and talk to people and feel good. And this is why I love Melbourne. Like these women are so beautiful, so shapely. But they're normal size. They're not like these New York housewives. They're not like gazelles like Cam in Dallas. They're not like Anna freaking, um, I feel like an asshole, Jackie <laughs> in, um. you know, why can't I speak or think? I have only had three coffees. My brain should be on fur. I'm so tired, you guys, these freaking cats in New Jersey. Got it. Yes, go me. Um, you know, they are kind of just normal, real looking women. And I really, really appreciate that. So, um, and they're like 50s, you know, they're they're kind of the older realm of the group, like the three Amigas or Amoebas, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> that killed me when Kelly said that. I mean, um, Lydia did make mention of the fact, you know, that she started seeing a new and they basically deflated uh, her entire face and took out the whole like all her Botox and restarted because or filler whatever she had done because it was just packed to the brim with crap and you know they obviously are refilled but apparently like in the right places and you know like A lot less. Um, I've had that done with my lips before. You know, you get it done at a shitty place or it just doesn't sit right and you have to get it um, dissolved. Remember when, what's her name from Friends? Monica from Friends. Courtney. Courtney Love. Fuck. (laughs) Courtney Cox. (laughs) You know, when you're thinking of one thing and then, yeah, obviously I just had a giant brain fart. But yes, that's um, she like, remember when she kind of came out a few years ago and she'd had her all of her shit in her face dissolved and yet she looked like 20 years younger and look you know she still looks like definitely nipped and tucked but it's heaps better that's kind of what they did to um Lydia's face Gina her skin looks phenomenal I mean it'd be hard to tell underneath all the tan and the makeup because really like it's a lot (laughs) you guys it's a lot but she's like crease free. Um, so I don't know what she's doing, but, um, if I get the intel, I'll definitely share. So apparently Lydia goes to this place called Dr. Tass, um, in Melbourne. And I like from attending the event, we got a little show bag filled with like, you know, people that have hosted from the event. Um, got a little brunetti's patatone with some chocolates we got some uh one of the things was a gift voucher to dr tass to get like a full face peel i'm like that's pretty fucking good that'd be like 150 dollars worth of treatment and obviously they're gonna try and try and sell me a thousand dollars worth of products but you know what there is no compulsion to buy i'm just gonna get in there get my face peeled off and get on with my young life gals so that was cool. Um, we got a T-shirt that said hashtag Team Gina in glitter, gold glitter. So I'll have to take a photo next time I wear it and put it on the Instas. It's covered in cat hair right now, so I'll wash it first. What else? Um, I can't remember what else is in the show bag. It was actually like a really pretty cute show bag. I got a cupcake from Cupcake Queens, which I took to my grandma. And she she's like, you know, full off with the fairies now. But I cut it in half, and I think she thought that that meant that the other half was for me or for my grandpa. So the entire time she was eating it, she was panicked. She's like, "I've eaten too much. I've eaten too much." I'm um, like, "It's cool, grandma. Like, get it in, ya. You know, your skin and bones." Um, but she it just gave her more anxiety than anything else. But you know, she has a footstool, which she believes is a um, her real life dog. So look, I don't know if she was really bothered by the cupcake too much. I think I think it probably did her some good. That's a really sad story. <laughs> you gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. It reminds me of Beauty and the Beast. You know when the foot, footstool's like, ruff, ruff. yeah, that's basically what it's like. She's fine. She'll be fine. We'll all be fine. Um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> so they had this. Massive banquet. So it was hosting about 30 people. I'm not sure if I said that. So it was quite intimate, you know, to be invited into her home and, you know, have this event. Um, It was basically like just kind of a mingling, drinking, eating uh, frenzy. It's so my kind of thing. They had lots of amazing food. Again, I have posted some of it on social media. Um, We got this giant, I say we, she got this giant fuck off ham um that was to die um lots of gorgeous fancy champagne wine um enough for you know to go around and then some i uh, got a little tipsy which was good because i went alone and everyone else seemed to go in couples but obviously i don't have any friends except all you guys who are into this crap so i was just like all right I, you know i'm a pretty confident gal it was just a. I'd never been to that kind of setting before with, you know, kind of semi celebrities, and I just didn't really know what to do with myself. And I thought there'd be more fans, like crazy fanatic fans like me there. But, and look, probably only about one third of the people there were massive fans. Maybe that's because the show's been off the air for a while. I don't know. But it was a lot of like rich people. <laughs> and i guess like friends of lydia's or friends of friends or just people from that community i don't know but i really felt out of place to be honest i'm like wearing a jacket that i got from the op shop down the road you know i'm wearing shoes from target that cost me 20 bucks it was i was like i do not belong here Look, I looked fly as fuck. You can get away with anything. If anything, they should be, you know, taking fashion tips from me and saving a penny. But I, yeah, it was sort of like, you did feel that a little bit. I like, I was, sometimes I would ask, I, I made the mistake of asking this one girl, woman, I guess, like, you know, early fifties, she said, I was like, oh, so, you know, are you a fan? Like, you know, you just, you know, in like, what are you doing here? Whatever. And she's like, <sighs> <laughs> no, no, I'm Lydia's good friend. I've known her for many years, and I was like, "Okay, bitch, like, calm down." You know, people come here because they are fans of the show, because it has just been released that 2020 Melbourne Housewives is coming back. We want the inside scoop. I'm not beneath you, girlfriend. So I don't worry. I just shot it like a massive greasy. I was like, "Okay, like, so rude." So I got a little bit of that. And then I just stopped asking people if they were fans. But I want to meet the fans. That's why I'm asking. I want the freaking crazy fanatics. I did meet one gal and she was amazing. She like went into this giant, where there's a huge conversation about Vanderpump Rules, about all of the different cities of Housewives, like every single one. She'd even watched Auckland. And I thought I was the only person on the face of the earth who would watch that. Everyone I met told me how much they hated Sydney, which agreed it's the only one that, was, you know, absolutely fucking tragic. Um, well Auckland was too. <laughs> God, Australia, get it together. Um Yeah, but you know, all the American ones as well, all the overseas ones. So there were some really, you know, good fans to talk to and I tried to, you know, mingle with them the most rather than the fancy bitches. But yeah, it was a bit of a weird bit of a weird combination of folk, you know. Um what else can I tell you? Hmm. I don't know. I think a lot of people kind of were like faking their trendiness as well. You know, if they had like one Chanel handbag, it definitely got brought out, dusted off for the night. Just because everyone had to sort of, you know, bring it because it was kind of a, a classy affair. But that's just, I don't know. That's just that's not necessarily my style. I'm not like, I like brands and and that kind of thing. I just can't afford them. (laughs) Look, if I had a Chanel, I'd be bringing it out too. Don't you worry about it. (laughs) Oh, good God. Yeah. So there was this one amazing girl. Um, she was, I think early 40s, she said, and she looked phenomenal. She was a rich bitch, but she was actually just a freaking star. She's the girl that we had a long chat about Vanderpump and all the housewives. And she told me this like very excitedly. Like I literally thought she was going to pee her pants telling me the story about how she camped out to meet Oprah. And so that I'm like, that's what I want. She'd been to um, Tom Tom. She tried to meet Lisa Vanderpump at her restaurants, but she never showed you know, she like really is into this stuff. And I was like, yes, that's, that's the girl that I came here to meet. I thought more people would like her. There was a few cool people that were like that, but like I met the makeup artist that did Lydia's um, makeup for the night. And I guess maybe does her for the show sometimes in the, or maybe this season, last season. I can't remember. He, he had done her before and um, he was telling me how he does Lydia and Petit Flair from Melbourne Housewives, and then aside from that, he just does high-class escorts. So I thought that was pretty fun. He was a cool guy. So I connected with a few people that, you know, were my scene. Um, But, yeah, I thought there'd be more more people like me, you know, just genuine fans. But it was really cool. The food was amazing. Lydia, I guess, is kind of – I don't want to use the word chef – but she was like she cooked a lot of like half the food and her mum her mum was her mum is so sweet again i posted a photo of me and her mum on instagram so head to reality tv and me to check it out um, her mum is the cutest freaking thing i've ever seen and we had a dance there was this i'm jumping around sorry guys i'm getting all excited they had this opera singer um, this man and i can't, fuck i can't remember his name i'm going to go get it pause Okay, so his name, he was, he's an Italian from Puglia, and his name is Giuseppe Cacci- Cacciapaglia. Paglia? I think I'm saying that right. So go check him out if you're into that kind of thing. Um, it was really quite special, you know, especially in that intimate environment. He sang us quite a few uh, classic Italian opera- operatic songs. And I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, but I was actually, I was actually classically trained as an opera singer originally. So um, a lot of those songs were really special to me. And I love singing in Italian. I love Italian. It's the only language I can speak a tiny... Uh, I was going to say in French. Un petit... I don't even know French. Un petit po. <laughs> un pochino italiano. Um. So, yeah, I that was really, really... That, like, probably the highlight of the night for me. Got to talk to... Gina, a little bit, not really as much as I wanted to. I'm so awkward with that kind of like celebrity thing. Even if it's a minor celebrity, I'm like, ah, I don't want to like bother them. I don't want to like go over even like in school. Like I don't want to like run over to the popular kid and be like, hey, love me. Although obviously inside, that's what I'm doing. I'm just like, I'm just going to stand over here and like act really cool. And if I'm cool enough, they'll come over to me and I've never been cool enough, so I've always just been, like, loitering in the corner like a freaking weirdo. So I didn't, like, get into deep conversations with Gina. Me and Lydia had good chats. Um, so that was really fun. Lydia did this – and, like, both of them, from what I saw anyway, um, super – like, pretty much exactly how they come across on TV. Super chill. Lydia was running around, like, a headless chook because, obviously, she's hosting the whole event. Um that's what I was saying. She cooked like a bunch of food, little like more like um, nibbly stuff, like meatballs and um, what else did she cook? Like some lovely chicken drumsticks and um, like breaded kind of Italian style. All the food was kind of that Italian fair, rustic fair, not like, you know, reading spaghetti bolognese (laughs) and getting it all over our nice dresses. Um, But, you know, nibbly stuff. And, her mum made the other half of the food, That's um, what she said. So, yeah, Lydia does host these events where she uh, – <laughs> apparently I talked to a few people that had done them before um, where I thought it was meant to be like a, a cooking class with Lydia. I think they kind of showed it once on the show where she was launching in Lydia's kitchen. Well, it's a full-fledged thing now. She's actually done really, really well. Um, but apparently it's like basically she demos – um, how to cook with her extra two sous sous chefs who basically do everything and, you know, everyone else watches and, and eats the food at the end and basically has the dinner party, which kind of sounds amazing. (laughs) If someone else wants to like feed me wine while I'm just getting drunk and watching, like, I mean, I sit around watching hours of cooking shows all day anyway. So if I get to eat the food at the end of it, I'm okay with it, but that's basically what it sounds, sounds like. One guy was saying, um, again, a couple, I think they're just fans of the show, um, they, they'd been to one of these cooking, inadverted commerce classes before, and they all got along so well that they ended up staying until 3am, just getting shit-faced with Lydia and her husband and, I don't know, a couple of photographers that were there or something like that. I'm like, this is wild, so I was excited that that might happen. i would become BFS with these gals, but no, we got kicked out at nine o'clock on the dot, (laughs) got handed our show bags and kicked out the door. Oh, well you win some, you lose some. Um, but yeah, totally down to earth. Um, Lydia was really sweet, really lovely. Not at all an idiot. Like she comes across on the show. I don't know. She's kind of like a Kelly in that way like you know, Kelly like mixes up words and kind of just gets things wrong but it, it, she's, she's intelligent but it's just that she can't come to the word quick enough also kind of like me um she's like that you know she just mixes up letters in a word and gets confused but she is obviously a very successful businesswoman so you know I've got on her I think she's doing well for herself Gina is a fucking hilarious um they kind of had a little speech time they didn't give us and give me as much information about the upcoming season as I wanted Um, I wanted the release date they were talking as if it was definitely going to air but I talked to someone in the crowd that said that Foxtel so it's hosted by our, our version of Bravo called Arena TV on Foxtel which is kind of like a Netflix. Oh, I guess you guys have Foxtel in the States. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. We're worlds apart. I feel like I'm living in a parallel universe. Anyway, somebody told me that Foxtel hadn't signed on officially yet. So if they don't actually bring the show to air, I hang up my hat and I'm done. Like, I'll be Devo. Obviously, I'll keep podcasting because I need a will to live. But... I'll be so upset. I've been like so looking forward to it. Another person told me that maybe it won't be on till April. Oh, did it April or maybe it was August? It was one of the A's. And I was like, no, even still, it was too far away. I was hoping it'd be like February, we'd be back. And now I don't even know if we will be back. Anyway, I will keep you informed if I hear more as we hear more. Gina said, um, that the main four would be, have been interviewed to come back. So we were trying to figure out who that was. So I guess if we're talking, no, she said original four. So that that would be obviously Gina and Lydia. And then, um, I don't think Jackie, the psychic was in the first season. So it wouldn't be her. Um, although like, I, I think she's, I think she's good value. So I don't know. I think they're all being interviewed but not everyone will be asked back. Janet, I believe is one of the originals. Maybe you can tell me I'm wrong. Um, and Chica and Chica, you, if you remember, she wasn't in the last season. So we will see. Someone else told me at the event that Chica looks completely different. And I assumed that meant that she'd had like a Vicky Gompersen face transplant, but Apparently they meant she like lost a lot of weight. I haven't seen photos of her recently, so I'll have to check out her Instagram and suss it out. I wouldn't mind having Chica back. She was kind of like the Switzerland of it all, just very like low key. But you also kind of need that if you've got like the tensions and big personalities of Gina and Janet. And there was very clear feud still going on between Janet and Lydia like any, like she actually would say to people, don't talk to me about Janet, like kind of joking, but also there was very obviously still some friction there, which was kind of exciting to see. And also the fact that, that she made no qualms about hiding it, which I liked. Um, yes. Uh, I don't know if I said this earlier, but when I was describing Gina, she actually is still like a working barrister. She had been to court twice for two cases just that day. And now she was attending this event in the evening. So she's a busy gal, um, which, you know, is amazing. I have friends that have worked alongside her in the courthouse. Like, I actually wouldn't be able to concentrate. I'd be like, oh, my God, Gina, can I have your autograph? Let's get a photo. And apparently she looks exactly like that. Like, she does her full makeup, the massive hair. um, Yeah, like, she probably has, like, a sparkly sequin gown underneath her robes. I don't know. I don't know about the dress, but she does the full hair and makeup heels and people asked her, you know, like, how do you, how do your clients take you seriously? She's like, well, she's got the brains for it. Like she wins cases at the end of the day, who gives a shit what you look like if you get the work done? I was like, preach, bitch. So I think that is pretty much it. It was a good night. It went really fast I felt a little bit out of place, but I just ate a lot of amazing food and drank a lot of wine. So I was okay in the end. I made a few really lovely connections with people and hopefully this means I'll be able to chat to Lydia and or Gina in the future on the show. Um, Keep your fingers and toes crossed that we can do that because I think that'd be really, really fun. Let me know um, on Instagram if you're excited about the return of Melbourne Housewives at reality tv and me and guys i've just launched a twitter and i have like no followers so please get on and follow me i've called it at she's pernicious in an homage to camille Grammer versace Domatachi, whatever her name is now and that's also my personal Instagram now as well at she's pernicious. So it used to be at Kirsten Moore underscore music, but I want to try and streamline a little bit. I couldn't get reality TV and me and I didn't want to do the whole and reality TV and me one, two, three, seven, six, five, two, (laughs) you know, (laughs) just seemed a little bit sad. So anywhere you look for me, you can find me under reality tv and me or she's pernicious um and you'll you'll probably find me otherwise just go to my website kirstenmoore.com.au and everything's there my music my writing and obviously all the podcasts that i do for my own show and also links to the ones i've done with other people um still doing temptation island for the next couple of weeks with erin martin from pink shade so if you go to um is it pink shade if you go to my website you will get to the link of our episode of temptation island she has a different hosting platform now um taste of reality so you can also get it through their website i think that's the spiel for one day let me know um what you're interested in hearing more about i'm looking for new shows for the future thinking about yummy mummies did anyone watch that on netflix is anyone interested in me covering it are there any other shows um local to australia or otherwise that you want to hear more recaps of all right guys lots of love hope you enjoyed this special episode peace out bye